Making it happen in four, three, two, one. Friday, September 11th, 2020. A moment of silence for the men and women who unceremoniously lost their lives 19 years ago. Those who sacrificed their own to help so many. And the families who still grieve and require medical assistance. This moment of silence is for you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite PhD that is still not using his degree, Dr. Goose, on the line with his boy on the other side of the state, Mr. Fermi. It's the Anonymous Gamblers Podcast, Week 2 NCAA. Mr. Fermi, how we doing? Great. We're doing great. Um, coming off a one in three weeks, so it could have been a little bit better last week, but that's sort of par for the course if you guys have listened before. Well... I, we, we can't hold that against you. First of all, it was not very good slate last week. We just talked about that, and it was a little bit boring, but this feels a little bit more normal, and I'm actually really excited for this week. You can probably tell it in my tone. I, we probably lost four of our 14 uh, <laughs> listeners, so if we can get you guys back, you know, if you guys can start liking and sharing this thing and, and just getting a little buzz around this thing, let's spread that positivity. Let's, let's move this podcast around. Saw some people out in California, Texas, listening to this thing. I love that. Appreciate you guys dropping in. Drop us some reviews. Drop us some feedbacks. Tell us a conference or get us a week ahead. I check that stuff. I'll look at it. If you have games that you're interested in, we'll take a look at it. If you want to fade us because you don't like how we're doing it, that's even better. Make money one way or the other. You'll you'll, you'll roll with the punches. So, Fermi, I'm going to give you the floor here. I'm going to let you get going here because there's a couple good games, but I'm, I'm kind of interested to see which one you have at the top of your list. So, go ahead, brother. Run this thing. So, I am, I am really excited about a game that I would have never thought about last year, and it's a very intriguing game to me, and that's Western Kentucky at Louisville. I think it's going to be my favorite game of the weekend. I'm not saying it's my favorite pick. It's definitely going to be my favorite game. I love the storyline. I dug in a little bit and did a little bit of research. Both coaches are second-year coaches. Both coaches took over programs that were abysmal in 2018. Both coaches had a ton of success last year. Helton from Western Kentucky took a 3-9 and nine team and made him a 9-4 and four team last year. Scott Satterfield from Louisville took a 2-10 and 10 team and made him an 8-5 and five team last year. They both return a ton of talent. Both have really good run games. I, I just love this. I love this game. I think it's going to be a crazy good storyline. Um, it's also 70% chance of rain, which is going to throw a big curveball into this. Uh, but I... I'm leaning Western Kentucky plus 11 and a half. I think they keep it close. And just a little bit of a fun fact, uh, Western Kentucky last year as away underdogs, they were 4-0 against the spread. So I'm locking in Western Kentucky plus 11 and a half. They have a pretty solid defense returning, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Both, both defenses are actually really solid. I, uh, I was at that uh, West Virginia-Texas Tech game, and I had that under for Western Kentucky, and I can't remember who they were playing. I was like, oh, this game's going nowhere, and then Western Kentucky just blew the doors off them. Do they that, Do they have that kind of offensive power running back again? They do. They do. Um, well, they, First of all, to answer your first question, they have nine returning defensive starters, Western Kentucky, and they they brought in Maryland transfer Tyrell Pigrome at quarterback, and I, I mean, he's going to, I think he's a fifth-year fifth year player, so he's going to, as a grad transfer, so he is going to be He's a veteran coming back on a team that's returning seven offensive players, run first team. I, I really like Western Kentucky to at least hang with with Louisville, even though they're they're pretty explosive themselves. Any thoughts on the total? 
Uh, I didn't give the total too much. I mean, I, the weather sort of concerned me a little bit. And, you know, sometimes weather, if it's wet, sometimes defenses struggle more. And it, it just becomes a track meet, even in bad weather. But if it's super sloppy, that's when you get into, like, nine, six games or, you know, people missing extra points and all kinds of crazy stuff. So I didn't want to, I didn't even want to play that guessing game. I'm just, I'm taking the side that Western Kentucky keeps it tight. Is this a one unit play for you? Yes. Okay. Just so I don't think we went over this last week. Uh, when we talk about our units, we are ham and egg betters, people. Do not lie. Uh, we, we, I'm a $50 better. Fermi's a $50 better. Sometimes he'll put down more action on different games and, and roll things around. But for the most part, when we do this on this podcast, this is a one-unit $50, 55 to win, 50 play is what we usually run with. And on top of that, uh, as we always say, you know, we joke around, and but we're serious at the end when we say it's only a problem when you're losing. It, whether it's 550 or 500, whatever your units are, that's what you can use. Uh, but don't don't be sitting there, you know, taking our picks and throwing your mortgage down on it. That is not the appropriate way to gamble. We've never done that. I know Fermi's never done that. He's always been responsible with his money. I have side cash. I never tap into anything other than my little gambling fund that I have and and have held on to since I haven't bet anything since last March. So just just for future reference and for this current point of conversation. Remember, one unit for us is 50. When I say this, because I got a two-unit play for me, and I told you last week I was looking at this game, and I jumped all over as soon as I saw this total. It got it at 59. It opened at 59.5. It's up to 60 on some sites. Charlotte, Appalachian State. Let me throw some numbers out there for me for you. Ready? Once again, Appalachian State, new head coach. Coming off a 13-1 year, they have eight offensive starters returning, five on defense. But of their offensive starters returning, they have their top quarterback that they had last year in Zach Thomas. They lost their starting running back, but they got a transfer in from... uh, Where did he come from? I got it in my notes. Hold on. He came from... That would be... Oh, maybe my notes are mixed up. No, my notes on, no, it's Charlotte that has the top running back that came in from the MAC, and he came from Northern Illinois, wrong notes. This one on the Appalachian State side of things, they have four receivers, all of them coming back, and they're going to rotate. They did lose Evans, but they definitely have great production coming in Williams in the running back position. The 49ers lost Benny LeMay, but on top of Benny LeMay leaving, they do have this kid, this, I, I want to say his name is Harbison, I believe that's how you say it, is is the correct way. But that is from Northern Illinois. Great running back out of there. Two-time All-American or All-Conference out of there. They also return their starting quarterback in Chris Reynolds. They also return their top four wide receivers back on production this year. This total, this total last year flew over last year. The final score in the game was over. It was over 100. No, it was close to it. It was 97. It was 41-56. I thought it was 59. That's unbelievable. I see something like this happening again. I think that even though LeMay is not in, I think they will be a little bit run heavy. They will spread it out. They're going to go four, even potentially five wide in this game on Charlotte's side of the ball. You can put a coach literally, you could put a mask on them, like a full mask. You don't even know who's coaching Appalachian State. They just do their thing. That's it. They've done it for three years now. This is the third head coach in three years for this program. Nothing changes. They were 13-1 last year with a new coach, and then he dipped. There is no way this team does not produce. This game is far into the 30s for both teams. I absolutely and totally love this over at 59, even at 60, even potentially 61 if this thing starts to go up. Looked at the weather report, potentially a little rain, don't care. Don't care. Over the whole way, two units on this thing for me. 
So how, so Zach Thomas, I mean, you got to love that he's coming back and has all his weapons on the corners too. Six and seven touchdowns by his two top receivers. I mean, you look at how much offense production they had. You look at some of their scores last year, 56, 34, 56, 52, 30, 56, 35, 48, 45. I mean, the, the loss they had, 21-24 against Georgia Southern, everything went wrong in that game. We, we talked about that game last year. It was an absolute and total torrential downpour. There was fog. It was just ugly absolutely and totally ugly and that was a home game for them and they lost it was just bad all the way around and that was after a huge two big wins one of them was against louisiana when they won 17-7 then they blew out ulm and then they blew out well and then they blew out uh south alabama who i'll get into later i just think that this game goes over the whole way also i found out that Charlotte, when they went down to the Bahamas Bowl, totally partied it up. That's why they laid an egg down there. A goose egg, if you will. I think they come out. I think they run on all cylinders. I think they want a fresh start to this year. I think they're more focused all the way through over for me. Nice. Love the pick. Love the confidence of two units. Too. Have to. Have to. Absolutely and totally love it. So Now, you're touching on a game that I was looking at. Now, we watched that Army game last week. Total misread on my half as far as Middle Tennessee Middle Tennessee State was concerned. They The turnovers in that game, for me, that thing was over in the first quarter. Oh, it was, so, it was brutal to watch, too. Awful. Oh, my goodness. But, but you're, right, you're, you're, right, you're, you're riding with the Dark Knights this week, right? No, I'm not taking them. I, they, were on my, they were on my short list, but I, I did not take Army. I went ACC double this week. Who'd you? What was your other one, man? I'm, 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 I'm again. I apologize. So, like I've been so busy at work, I have like seven sets of notes in front of me. I have two computers operating. I, I can't even remember where I put stuff. What was the other game you took, Kermy? So my second game this week, I took UNC minus twenty and twenty three and a half That's over good. Syracuse. Uh, UNC is loaded this year. They bring they're the front runners in the coastal. If anybody has a chance to knock off Clemson, it's going to be them. Uh, they return ten offensive starters. They're Loaded at wide receiver, running back, O-line, everything's back. Hal's back at quarterback. Uh, they're they're going to be unstoppable in this game. They also returned seven defensive starters and one of the best secondaries in the ACC. Last year, Syrac- and Syracuse is just trending in the opposite direction. Uh, they were awful last year. They came in sort of hyped up. They went from 10-3 and and 18 to 5-7 and seven last year, and I think they continue to fall off this year. Uh, they lost a lot on defense. They only have four four returning defensive starters. I I, I know last year we, we liked them early in the season, and they just never showed up. So I think Dino Baber struggles. I think Carolina just runs away with it. I, I think twenty. It's I got it at twenty three and a half, but I I mean I think they could win by four touchdowns. Guy I work with said that um, Syracuse has a guy on the offensive line that was a tight end last year. Yeah, well that's that's not going to cut it. It's, not the ACC. No. Is is North Carolina a, a, a contender to potentially compete with Clemson this year? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If, if there's going to be a team in the Coastal that could knock them off, it has to be them. They're so, so experienced. They have a ton of upperclassmen, um, just a ton of experience, I should say, uh, with, with prior, prior games. They return all of their top offensive players. The, the only player they lost was somebody that, it was Antonio Williams, who was their third running back on the depth chart and had 300 yards. Everybody else is back from a playmaker side of the ball. So they're gonna, they're just loaded. They're ready to go. Mac Brown is coaching there. So he's, you know, he has championship pedigree. He's been there before. I think they are a really good team this year. 
I can't believe I have to go far off the board here to go to a game where it's FCS, FBS, where I'm going to be a homer for me, and I'm taking Texas Tech minus 38 and a half against Houston Baptist. And I couldn't I, even find a line. I couldn't even find a line on that game. Well, so a lot of these lines, so there's a lot of sites that have extra games on it because, you know, they're they're not the standard, and they wouldn't usually line these games, like total either. There's a total on it, 74 and a half. I don't think it's going to get there. But I do think Texas Tech, I've been watching their stuff and following out on Twitter. Alan Bowman's back. Sorato Tomic is back. TJ Vassar, who did not have a great year last year, is back. I will mispronounce this name, and I apologize. I've been practicing it. Izu Kamana, however, I apologize. I'm slaughtering that name. But they have almost all of their offensive production back. Bowman was hurt last year. Coming back in, he needs to make a statement. He needs to let everyone know that he is serious and a contender here. I mean, he almost died of like a collapsed lung in that in whatever game that was. It was bad. And they just basically rotated through quarterbacks for the past two years. I like Matt Wells. I like Yost. I like what they're doing on defense. They have a totally different attitude change in there. They're still going to run fast. But I think their defense is going to hold. I think this is a new Texas Tech. I think this is a 52-3 to type game. I think this is a 52-21, to which would be too high. That's like a backdoor on it. But I really think that Texas Tech can win this game with 52 points and the other team only getting 10. And if there is, the other team gets 21, I will see Texas Tech putting up over 60. I don't think they have to, but I think they will if they need to. And it's not because they're looking at the line. I just think it's because I think that they want to be efficient. I think they want to be cohesive. And I think that, obviously, and I think that they want to establish the game early as far as the run is concerned as well. And I think if they do that and dominate this thing, before you know it, this thing could be halfway out the door by halftime, all the way home by the end of the third quarter, and then it could just be running the clock for me. I know 38.5 is a lot of points, but I think this is Texas Tech's day at home against Houston Baptist, in my opinion. Very good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know you don't find... Kn- go ahead. Into the alma mater. I love it. Well, it's it's. I had to. I don't think. I don't think Houston Baptist can put up enough points. I really don't. Twenty one is stretching it. Like I said, if if, if they put up twenty one, then Texas Tech is putting up sixty five. I just I just think that they'll just go deep on them at that point. But I think if this thing is blown out of proportion, where it's like fifty two to three, yeah, I think that they'll basically run and slow the game down a little bit and just get the clock going and get a couple extra guys in there and and, and get out and go home. And at that point, if it's fifty two to three and they give up, uh, you know, a touchdown at the end, so it's fifty two to ten. I'm not bothered by it at all, but I definitely think that there's some offensive production that is going to happen this weekend by Texas Tech. I just don't think it's enough to get over 74 and a half points, or normally I would go with the over, but then they've got a bye week the next week, and then they get in the conference play, so I'm excited to see what happens, but all I can think of last year was when Texas Tech played UTEP, and they won 38-3, to and that was a 30, I think it was a 30, yeah, it was a 34-point line. That w- that's what they had. It was the 33 or 34 points. And I remember watching the week before that UTEP played Houston Baptist. And I'm going, oh my God, if UTEP can barely beat Houston Baptist by two points, why is Texas Tech not going to blow them out of the water? And they did. So I feel that's a very parallel team. And I think that it, I think Houston Baptist is worse than UTEP. So I think that they're going to get a couple extra scores. So let's go Red Raiders all the way through, baby. Put up 52 for the goose up here in Western PA. If you know what I mean. What are you thinking, Fermi? What else you got? Last game, last pick of the week. Georgia Tech at Florida State. I'm taking the over, 52 and a half. The line is Georgia Georgia Tech plus 12. 
Uh, I, I like the over at 52 and a half. My only concern is 60% chance of rain. Again, 60%, 60% sounds like pop-up storm, so I'm, I'm not overly concerned about it. This game is, I, I'm really looking forward to watching this game. Uh, Georgia Tech is one of the most experienced, if not the most experienced team in all of college football. They return 19 of 22 starters. And if you remember, they were a triple option team up to two years ago. Last year, they really didn't bring in a whole new recruiting class for their new offense. Jeff Collins took over, but I don't think he really had a full recruiting you know, class schedule. Uh, so he was trying to run a spread offense with, with like triple option talent. Undersized linemen, not a big arm on playing quarterback. Um, he was set up for failure, honestly. They went 3-9, and nine, struggled all year. This year, vastly improved. Second year in the spread, they brought in a true freshman quarterback, Jeff Sims. They've announced their starter. It's either going to be James Graham or Jeff Sims, but they did not announce it publicly. So they're just they're sitting on the news. They're not going to release it till till game time. On the Florida State side of the ball, uh, Mike Norvell comes over from Memphis. I know you love him as a. We were on we were on Memphis a ton last year. We were uh, especially overs. So I know you're I know you're a fan of Norvell. And they're, they're going to score in bunches. Uh, it may take a little time for Blackman to get the offense under his belt, but he's going to be given a lot more free reign, I think, than he's had in the past. Uh, they returned 17 starters and 10 on D. So both teams have, a, have a, a very veteran defense, but they also have a lot of talent back on offense. I thought both I, – I think Georgia Tech is going to be one of the most improved teams in all of college football. So I like the over. I think they both score points this game. How's Florida State's defense? They're good. They're good. I mean, they, they bring back a ton of talent on D. Their their secondary is really good. Asante Samuel, he's back. And, I mean, of course, his dad was in the NFL for years. So their their defense is quick. It's, it's experienced. Uh, last year, they only gave up 27 points a game. I would think it's going to get a little bit better than that this year. Uh, just given their experience. So I would put them at like 24-25 per point range, which is going to be competitive if you're, if you're holding teams to 24 points. God, it seems like yesterday that we were at Rome's wedding in 2018 and Georgia Tech was playing Bowling Green and they put up 63 points in that game to hit the total by themselves. And then a year later, they're 3-9. and nine. They're just falling apart. And now we're looking at a totally different offense potentially more production and game one you're taking the over you know you have a place in my heart for me i know i know i i do like georgia tech this year i i'm just hopeful that they truly run the spread and and open it up if they do that i think they can be they can be a lot better this year than they were in the past do you have any leans i know those are your formal picks i'm kind of leaning if if i hit this charlotte app state over i'm looking at this south alabama two-lane game i was very impressed with desmond trotter last week for south alabama beating southern miss they beat southern miss so bad their head coach quit um and in southern miss was an absolute and total wreck looked bad and speaking of southern miss that's who's the quarterback for tulane their old their old quarterback his name's Keon Howard, and he's a senior this year, and he was behind the monster McMillan, who we like to play a little bit. And, you know, we like Willie Fritz. I mean, we've, we've bet Tulane a couple times on here. And, oh, yeah. I, you know, the totals at 52, I really think – I understand that South Alabama actually played very good defense, to be honest with you. Their defensive line was causing a lot of havoc last week. Now, maybe that's just because Southern Mississippi was falling apart. 
I think the offensive line at Tulane is going to be far better than what they have at, at Southern Miss. And I also think the offensive production at Tulane should be better. This game should be something around... Here, here's the catch. That, that total that I had when I took it, I took the over in it, and there was two missed extra points, and if they make those extra points, it's a push. That just gets you started off on the bad foot. I'm hoping that South Alabama doesn't miss any more extra points because it's at 52, 52 and a half. I could legitimately see 31-21. I would like to think it would be maybe 31-24 because that plays to the total. Or maybe 34-21 so I don't even have to sweat it out on Tulane's behalf because I think the Tulane should win this. I mean, they are a 10-point favorite. But, man, looking at that money line with the way that South Alabama played, plus 310, it might be worth 50 to put 50 on uh, South Alabama straight and just 50 on the over if this this Charlotte-App State uh, game comes through. I like it. I don't know if you have any insight into that game or to others if you were kind of looking at and leaning towards Fermi because, to be honest with you, I'm really excited the fact that there's a lot of games on the board right now. Yeah, I know. So, I I mean, it's it's I'm, I looked closely at taking Clemson to just blow the doors off awake. I do think it happens, but 33 and a half is just a huge number. So, for week one, I, I didn't want to even touch that. The game, the other game that I was looking at was Arkansas State, Kansas State. Ooh. How do you feel about Arkansas State having a game under their belt this year and Kansas State opening up this week? I think Chris Felica I think Chris Felica is the one who like uh, tweeted out something. It's a grid. It's like offensive, defensive, and then it's like rushing, passing on both. So you could see like they're they're basically it's a schematic of who they are and what they are relative to pass on pass on offense, defense, passing. Uh, I'm sorry, rushing on offense and defense, like overall production. And Kansas State is literally in the center. Like they are on the zero coordinate zero axis, like the zero comma zero axis on the coordinate plane, excuse me. They are the most boring team on God's green earth. I hate betting against or for or whatever Kansas State. I think that Arkansas State has a legitimate shot. They looked good against Memphis, as good as they could, right? Exactly. Yep. So and, and Kansas State has no offensive linemen back, returning starters. They have three offensive starters and six defensive. They are very, very young. Uh, that's why I was I was actually leaning towards Arkansas State plus the points. Like, if this was a standard um, opening Saturday weekend, like opening home, home game for Kansas State with a full crowd in Manhattan, people are going nuts, I would say, yeah, probably, you know, you know Kansas State's probably going to do what they're going to do. With with less than or whatever they have there, whatever the percentage of a crowd they have there, I think Arkansas State is a serious. What were they getting? Eleven right now? Is that what it is? Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half now. Wow, it's not a bad lean for me. It really isn't. Yeah. I feel the same way about Army. Army has a I'm totally wrong on them. They, this is a pick your number game in my opinion for Army. They looked so good on offense and defense, and maybe it's just because Middle Tennessee turned the ball over so much. I don't know. What do you say? Do that? It, was it Army that was making the turnovers, or was it Middle Tennessee uh, State? I don't, I don't know. know. Army Army looked amazing. They looked really good, man. They were taking the ball from them. I I don't know. It was they were hitting hard. They were all over the field. I mean, they were they were a step ahead the whole game. It wasn't even close. And and here's the thing: we've talked about this before with these academies, and we did we talked about this. Ironically, or unfortunately, with the with the Georgia Tech Bowling Green game, just because they run the option does not mean that they don't score and they can't score fast. If there are holes in the defense and guys are not picking up their assignments, these running backs do not stop. Like they don't take a knee and go, "Oh, we'll stop." I mean, they 
shoot for the goal line every single time. And to see what happened last week, and you all, Monroe, I mean, they lost Evans. They they have nothing coming back. Like, their defensive coordinator resigned or quit like three or four weeks ago before the season started. And you're going to tell me that they're going to come in against an Army team that already has a a game under the belt and not a schlep game either. Like, they played a team that was supposed to be pretty good and shut down a quarterback that has talent. And and now you're going to come out with basically no defensive coordinator and you're going to go up there to play them? Oh, man, it could get ugly real fast for them, for me. Yep. Yeah, I, that's... I agree with you. Twenty-two yep. is a twenty-two is a tough number. Twenty-two is a tough number because that's what it's sitting at right now. You're making a yeah. decision at that point. You're saying they're scoring more than twenty-eight is what you're really saying. Yeah, or at least twenty-four. Right. Yeah. I. Oof. Any thoughts on that? No, I, I'm probably going to stay away. I they looked so good last week that it. I don't. I don't want to say they're going to have a letdown, but I. I'm not. I'm not going to bet it. I'll. I'll fade. Do you want to talk about the newest addition to the ACC, that being Notre Dame? I don't. I saw they're playing Duke this week. <laughs> I don't. I have nothing. I, don't. I have nothing to say about them. Nothing. I'll talk about the NBA though. Tonight's game. I know it probably won't be out um, for everybody here, but the, the Raptors Raptors Celtics game seven is going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to watching some of that. And then um, the NBA playoffs, just in general. You're you're not a big fan, are you? I used to, I like the Utah Jazz actually. I'm a big Donovan Mitchell fan. I like Rudy Gobert and them. Um, but uh, I've I've always liked the Jazz because I didn't have Jordans back in the day. Uh, my parents refused to buy them for me because they were too expensive. So when they played in the NBA playoffs and I was the only kid in school without Jordans, I cheered for the Utah Jazz. And then Michael Jordan does what Michael Jordan does. So there, that's what that's what I have to say about NBA. But go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Well. I- the, the Jazz Nuggets series was unbelievable. If you watched that, I uh, did. The the, they, the, uh, I can't think of his name. Whoever it was for Denver, but he was just Jamal phenomenal. Murray. Yeah, he yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, so was Mitchell. It was they were just trading punches. So right. What yeah, do you, what do you think? The Raptors. I am on the Raptors tonight, but to be completely honest, I, I, I'm, I'm on them plus three. Uh, I think the game is going to be really, really close, and I, I was just going to take the points. So. Let me go back here. What do you think about uh, this this Iowa State Louisiana game? You had to have taken a look at that. I, you know, why I did not take a look at that? It's Iowa State. I bet I went zero and four on Iowa State last year. So that's a team. How you feel about Kansas State? That's how I feel about Iowa State. <laughs> I just can't get them right. I just can't. <sighs> Louisiana is their their offensive line is big. Their coach is real good. They're very disciplined. Twelve points, boy. That's that's a lot of points. I know that's again. I know that's a Sun Belt team, but they're they're tough. I mean they they just they have a mental block against uh, Appalachian State. Everyone else, I mean, they are in the hunt every single game. I don't know. Ah, Twelve points. That's a lot. That totals high looking too. Ahead, looking ahead to next week. Ooh. I uh, we're looking at the same teams again. I thought the SEC would start playing here, but I was hoping at least. What do we have? Anything of interest? Oh, do you have anything for Sunday, by the way, for NFL? No, I haven't. I haven't dug too deep yet. I mean, I will be on something for Sunday. Absolutely, uh, I'll probably pick three or four, three or four of my favorite games on Sunday. But I didn't. I didn't dive too deep. I'll look at that tomorrow. What did you think of that Miami UAB game last night? Uh, 
I did not watch that. I actually watched the Kansas City Houston NFL game last night. Mm, okay. So Pat Mahomes being Pat Mahomes. Boy, I'll tell you what. I'll definitely take a look at this this Tulane game this week because I saw they play they play Navy next week. Let me tell you something. That Navy went full hitting in practice after that debacle and that just absolute drudging by BYU on Monday night. That's the worst they've looked for me in five years. I can't remember the last I time. Navy- believe, I cannot believe I lost the over. Well, I bet the under. I can't believe I lost the under on BYU by themselves. Right. Oh, it was brutal. Brutal. It's like all you need to do is like stop them like twice. Charlotte plays North Carolina. Oh boy, that'll be a high total. I'd like to see that. That you you have my attention. I'm telling you that much. That's for the next week. There's a lot of there's a lot of good games. Oh, anything on Coastal Carolina and Kansas? I remember you bet that game last year, didn't you? Did you had Kansas? I what is Puka Williams' status? I mean, he's been in and out of trouble. To be honest with you, he's supposed I, to be playing. That's what. Yeah, it, I I thought he was, but I didn't. I haven't heard anything. I, I, he's he's still an unbelievable talent, and I, I think if he is playing, I would lean. I would definitely lean Kansas. He's next level good, um, but I, I didn't research a lot about Coastal either. I don't know what they lost or what they have coming back. So it's so hard for me because Coastal Carolina, before they they went big, they were nine and three. They were ten and two. I mean, they were a good team and they put up a lot of points. They have eight starters returning on offense. They they have their uh, they have Marable, their Marable or however you pronounce it, their their star running back. I mean, he put up some pretty good numbers last year. I mean, he had eleven hundred yards. He had eleven touchdowns. They run this really weird like two back set sometimes. It's it's kind of a pistol. I don't know what they're doing. I was kind of looking at that over. I just don't know because I know Les Miles picked it up last year, and I still can't get over that Texas Tech-Kansas game last year. Oh, my God, was that horrible. But I, I I don't know. 56 is a lot of points. I just And that game's at 10 o'clock at night? That's so... Well, and you know what the score was last year? It was like... I, I, I just closed my, my book, like something 12... Well, it was 12-7. 12-7. There you go. Ugh. 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 Right at the same time we did it. Ugh. That was that was after what? Kansas went to Boston College and beat Boston College, right? That was right before it. The next week they went to Boston College and won. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah that's right. You're right. You're right. Yep. Oh, my God. So no, so you haven't taken a look at NFL then? I'm sorry. I was in and out of like no, four conversations. No, I have not. You have so not. So I'm going to look at that tomorrow. Um and I'll, I'll make some bets tomorrow for Sunday's NFL. Any final thoughts here for me? No, just I, I'm hoping to bounce back this week. Uh, stay COVID-free, of course, and I'm going to watch the NBA the rest of the night. You the man, man. Enjoy that Friday night. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, again, take the time to make sure that you uh, – you 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 sh- give a shout out to your loved ones, and you just make sure that we continue to take care of each other. You know, civility is the name of the game right now. We need it, and we got to have it. And hopefully, more and more college football will bring the best out of us. Football, uh, NFL, NBA, the whole nine yards, man. That that's what we're here for. We have a good time and enjoy each other's company. Hopefully, more and more throughout the course of these seasons, because when you're spending money and you're gambling on it with your friends, there's nothing better. But that being said, as we always end it, it's only a problem when you're losing. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the games this weekend.